story. Welcome back to another episode of Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar. And I'm Karen. Today we're doing Kevin can fuck himself, right? F himself. <laughs> F himself. The new AMC show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's still, the still a show. The new AMC show starring Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek. Alexis? Alexis. From, from Schitt's Creek. I mean, this is like her follow-up. Role mm-hmm. to like yes. her uh-huh. most uh-huh. famous or to the, to her biggest credit so far, her, right? Yeah, like her biggest role so far. Yeah, is this her flight attendant, or is it too early for that? Kelly Cuoco is probably a bigger actress. Yeah. Anyway, what did you think of this? It was. I think it's a really fun premise, yeah, and right? I'm excited to see where it goes because. I haven't seen a premise like this. It's kind of interesting to think that we're post WandaVision this quickly, right? Like, I mean, obviously these shows are probably in development around the same time. Yeah. But why is it that this is like the thing this year so far, right? There's like two the shows. The breakdown already. of like the sitcom wife. It's also kind of, I was thinking about it, it's kind of like the idea of uh, what if. The characters from a sitcom were trapped in a sitcom, right? They kind of know that they're in a sitcom, but they kind of reject the sitcom, like, mm-hmm. mechanics. Yeah. You know? Because the first couple episodes of WandaVision are very much her, like, what's happening? You know, mm-hmm. like, what am I doing here? And this one, like, right away, we get... Allison is her name? Yeah. We get her, like... There's basically two shows inside of this show. Mm-hmm. I think this one is a little bit more direct about, like, the premise than WandaVision. is not, like, as much of a mystery. Yeah. And this one, right away, we get that, like, there's a sitcom life, which is, like, this, like, uh, sappy kind of, like, dad joke. It, it's also kind of, I'm, I'm also kind of impressed with the way that they, like, the sitcom that they write within the show is kind of interesting because it's, like... It's so very obviously a sitcom, you know, mm-hmm. like it's got like the multicam, like the the bright lighting mm-hmm. and like everything like ends in like some kind the of a buffoon, pun. Buffoon husband. Right. Where and, Warehouse job of some sort. Yeah. And then it's intercut with this like malaise, dark, I don't know, like depressive, depressing kind of like. Single cam. Yeah. Like the colors are a lot darker mm-hmm. and like. Everything seems a lot more depressing. Muted and you, you can tell. It's almost like in those moments, it's like the release from the ridiculousness of this, the sitcom world. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's also where, like, the character herself, like, breaks down. Yeah. She's, like, having, like, latent reactions to things because she can't, like, react in the sitcom yeah. kind of space. But anyways... I really enjoyed it as well. I, I thought that the first episode was kind of cool because I think it's so interesting that these two shows, WandaVision and this one, came out around the same time mm-hmm. and or same year, I should say, a couple months apart. And like they're both dealing with this idea. Like I think, you know, I, I, I imagine that there's only going to be more of them. Mm-hmm. So the first episode is about Allison, like. You know, kind of dealing with her husband and, like, she has these kind of aspirations to eventually move out. 
Yeah, she's like an anal housewife right. who wants more. Yeah. And her husband is a buffoon who is very happy with being a buffoon. Yeah. And I think also highlighting the sitcom behavior makes him seem like a psychopath. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like seeing, having that, that, uh, like he's obviously a child. That point of reference from like the real world to the sitcom world. You're like, oh, he's a fucking psychopath. Mm-hmm. Like he's basically torturing her. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he doesn't even know it. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like they're living in two different worlds, essentially. Yeah. And it gets into this idea of like this duality inside of like, like what's weird? Like it's almost like the Matrix kind of situation, mm-hmm. you know? Like she lives, she took the whatever pill, and like now she can see, <laughs> she's she's red pilled, um, <laughs> and she can see like what the world actually is. But I also thought it was kind of interesting to like think of this idea as like they they live in like this ridiculous world where like there are no real consequences, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of like ignorance is bliss kind of situation, you know? Like. She's depressed because in some ways it does feel like an allegory or like a metaphor for depression or like, you know, it's just, there's just like this darkness that they don't have the capacity to feel or whatever. Um, and I thought that was like an interesting premise that I don't think, you know, WandaVision really got into because like everybody else besides Wanda and Vision were kind of just like NPCs, you know, like mm-hmm. they're just in the background. They don't really have like much of like a, you know, interior life. Yeah. Well, also with with WandaVision, we knew they exist within the Mar- Marvel, like the, within the MCU. Right. So we already knew going into it that something's going on. Something is awry. Yeah. Even like in the sitcom setting that she, you know, that like we're introduced to in the first episode with WandaVision. Yeah. And there's but no- like in this one, there is no like... Fantasy yet. Like yeah, lens. like we, like there's like this is actually there. Like which one is true? Which one is real? Which one's not real? We don't really know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean we do know. Like that, I think that's what grounds it. It feels more real. Yeah, it grounds it a little more because it's like, you know, this could also just be like the interior life of, um, you know, just like a someone in like a broken, loveless relationship. Yeah, you know, and like the way that the two people see. The relationship mm-hmm. and like how people can be oblivious, obviously. It feels, yeah, like it, they feel like real people. Yeah. Well, the sitcom people don't feel like real people. But it also just kind of works to highlight like how ridiculous like sitcom people or characters are. You know, like they don't operate in our world. Like they just, mm-hmm. they live on this like stupid, I don't know, like it's, it's like this aimless, I don't know. I, I think something about it really made me think about, like, how stupid sitcoms can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know it's cause if it's because I had that point of reference of, like, this is what the quote-unquote, like, real world looks like. But I was forced to be the person where I was, like, I guess I was forced to be you, you know? Like, I was forced to think about, like, <laughs> oh, these people are breaking the rules. Like, these people are just being, like, terrible. Because, oh, like, when I watch, like, things or, like, uh, like cartoons or something, I'm not, like, thinking about responsibility. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I watch sitcoms, depending on, like, you know, what kind of sitcom it is. There's a suspension of disbelief. Yeah. It's like, yeah, obviously, real, ro- real world rules don't apply. <laughs> 
that was really that hard was, to that say. Was difficult. That was, the real you, world, 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 world rules. <laughs> Seattle. Uh, real yeah. world views. Views? Yes, rules. but I think it forces you to suspend that disbelief. Like, it, there's layers to it, you know? Like, there's layers to what's required of the audience here. Because yeah. you're, you're watching two shows. Yeah. And, and those have different rules. Like, both shows have different rules. Yeah, and different rules and, like, mechanics. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Annie in this? Annie Murphy? She's good. I, I think she's, like, a perfect choice for this. Because right? she's, like... Because she can take it to that... She's so bubbly. Because she's so, like... Yeah, it's funny because, like, in the... But there's a sadness about her. There's we, sadness in her eyes. It's also, like, kind of, like, in, 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 like, more of, like, some more meta kind of shit, bro. She's kind of, like, with this choice in her career saying, like, I'm done with the sitcom shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, uh, I feel like there's a lot of these examples where, like, actors are, like, this is, like, my breaking point. Like, this is where I start to be, like, a different kind of actor. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, that's why I brought up Flight Attendant, because it feels like that. You yeah. Know? It feels like. I think it's, I think that was a good example, because, like, Hayley Kogel has had such a long career. Yeah, with sitcoms in and it general. feels like her stepping out of yeah. the sitcom world to like try her hand at something else. Mm-hmm. You know, many people have done it, but this one I, I think like is like perfect casting because like of her, you know, real world, like her career experience, and and just recently finished like a massively successful show like Shit's Creek, and it was cool to see her I-, I thought she was like she's so talented like she's playing two characters mm-hmm, at once and mm-hmm. she's like delivering this like high like emotion kind of like depressed person but also kind of this dejected but like you know everything's okay kind of person in the sitcom world mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like that we know that sh- it's like she's dejected because we've seen like the her difference life but I wonder if we would know that, you know, just watching it as a sitcom kind of thing. Like, no, would, it, would it stand out as it, much? It, I don't think it would. And I think that's what makes it work. Because in the sitcom scenes, we see her be, like, upset or, yeah. like, kind of take on that, like, role. But at the end, she's just like, all right. Like, she, like, bows to peer pressure. And she's like, all right, I guess. Boys will be boys. Yeah. So, like, she exists in both really well. And I think that's like it's a, a credit to the acting and to the writing too. Yeah, but also it's it's funny and interesting to think about the idea that into the show there's built in like this stage. You know what I mean? Like you see her go into the sitcom world. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's so after she gets home and and does coke, some like one of the other wives or like friends the sister, the sister she like uh tells him like what to expect and you see her like enter the world but like you know i'm trying to figure out if it's like this stage because i think that that would be like an interesting premise and that's also like uh that goes into like the idea of like if it is a stage there's this one scene where the sister it's the sister-in-law sister-in-law she kind of like notices her going off script so to say so Mm -hmm. to speak and she's kind of like hey like i don't mean to bring you down but like you can't escape kind of shit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it it felt like a little bit of that and i think that's that's like a very interesting premise to like play with if they decide to go that route but i I don't know i i I guess we'll have to see with the rest of the series 
I think it was a smart choice to have the sister-in-law be, like, the one that notices the the switch, I guess. Yeah. Because she also exists in both realities, no? Yeah. Like, she exists, like, maybe... Well, because she doesn't talk to anybody else except for the people she talks to. It's almost like, uh, that's what I'm saying, like, it kind of feels like a stage break. Because she, like, kind of leaves that world and goes into the real world. Yeah, but I'm saying this, she's the only person from the sitcom world that she like interacts with in the real world in the real world is a sister yeah and i think that's sister or sister-in-law well sister-in-law uh-huh i think that's interesting because she's like the only other like woman in the show with like a star like her brothers are the ones that live the sister-in-law side of the family right like her family is the one that lives in this like you know fantasy sitcom world and she's the only one that can see like the seams yeah. coming apart when it comes to like Allison's character, Allison's character. Annie, Annie Murphy's character. Without a doubt, it's like respond a response to, you know, the idea that like sitcom wives can like, they're, they're crafted in a way where like, you're not supposed to think about like everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Like they're just kind of like super people. And like, it's like interrogating the, the man-child sitcom, like, mm-hmm. deconstructing it and, like, panning the camera over to another character. Yeah. I mean, it, also with that character, too, like, the sister-in-law character, like, she's, like, the foil to Allison's character, right? Like... Yeah. They're, like, completely different. Like, she's, like, grouchy all the time and, like, not agreeable. Yeah. And she doesn't like Allison's character. And I think she works in the same way as, like... Catherine Hahn's character in like WandaVision. Yeah. As like well, maybe I sure she was like the, she the was like the reveal, best friend. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like she was like she the knew. one to bounce yeah, like the one to that knows a little more and helps the main character like bounce ideas off of or like the yeah, housewife bounce for ideas sure. off. But of. also like she's she's like the in between between the two worlds because mm-hmm. she's in Kevin's like world and like they're close. Because like remember when uh they invite his boss over and like they go do their wackiness. She like leaves with them, you know. So like mm. they, they're very close, but also like she acknowledges, like she is both aware of the artifice and participates in it. Also, she's just numb to it. It right. feels like she's just like this is my life. That, like I'm no better than this, yeah. and I think she butts heads with Allison's character because Allison wants more. Which is why I feel like this could be like a going off the script kind of situation Mm. because like you know something in her acceptance of it kind of implied that she's already tried to escape at least to me that's why i'm like oh this is kind of an interesting because like i don't know where they're gonna go with it is it gonna Mm -hmm. be like they're being monitored is it gonna be like this is just like we obviously know that there's not as much of a like fantastical element or lens in this because it's not the marvel universe but it could be like high concept, and we just don't know it yet. Yeah. But I, like, you it know, could do like a good place. Yeah. Type of thing. I also think that this could also be <laughs> part of the wand effect, wand division effect. Is that like now I'm expecting like wildness <laughs> like in a these higher like con- like a higher higher concept besides yeah, a higher concept and like these deconstruction <laughs> kind of shows. Yeah. I'm I'm very happy if it's just what we're presented with in the first episode where it's like this housewife trying to, you know, break free from the role that she's been assigned. Yeah. 
And I'm, you know, if it turns out to be a higher concept than that, then that's cool too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not expecting it. It just feels like there's the way it was constructed in the first episode. There's definitely like room for, like, if this was an episode of Black Mirror, it, there would be room for interpretation. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it does feel kind of Black Mirror-y too. Like, definitely like the darkness and like relationship with technology yeah. or like. It's also an AMC show, so they could do anything. That's what I'm really. saying. I, I really enjoyed this. Like it, it, it's one of those shows that has like a cool premise, and like it, it pulls it off in the pilot. I think. I also feel like it's like the like gradual next step for sitcoms. Yeah. Where we're like, like you know, the CBS studio comedies, like studio sitcoms, don't really are really successful anymore, are they? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. One day at a time got canceled. I, 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 I think that well, this has been a thing, like. There has been kind of a small resurgence of those, mm-hmm. but I think for the most part, but like their heyday has come and gone. Yes. Like they're 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 dying now. But I don't think this is a sitcom. This feels more mm. like a drama about a sitcom mm. or a dramedy, I guess. I mean, did you really find it funny? There are parts that are funny. Yeah, I genuinely laughed at some of the sitcom stuff because I'm like, I'm a dumb idiot, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, cause they're. They're like it's engineered to be liked by everyone. Yeah, like, there's it's a reason why they were so successful for a while. Yeah, it's it's appealing to everyone. It's and you can't get past way. the laugh track. Like right. in, your involuntary reaction is to laugh. Yeah, but I mean, it, this, also, this also does feel like a break from like I don't know. It just feels like so aware of other pieces pieces of media and like yeah. really, you know, asking the question of like, well, what is the wife? think in sitcoms because mm-hmm. like you can think of like any of them moesha <laughs> yeah or i mean the one that <laughs> the, it's like moesha, named but... after like kevin kevin can wait the Kings kevin james Queens. the kevin james one or even like married with children no like... but kevin can wait like the wife gets killed off in the second season oh does he yeah and it's just like she's just she's literally just an object oh so, so this is is this directly like? I think that to? it was inspired by, but I don't think it's like all about. Like, I don't. I don't think the premise is. Ins- mm. I mean, they're all kind of the same, right? Yeah. Like working house husband and nagging wife. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it, yeah, the, the history is there. Do you think that this show has like a feminist lens to it? I think so. How so? Because it's through the housewife's perspective, I mean, and even like the sister-in-law. Is like the other one that like feels semi empowered. Yeah, and it's her that wants to leave. You know, like it's her. Like, like she this has is, autonomy. Yeah, like this is like she, like she wants something more. Yeah, and she's realizing that this is not what she wants anymore. Right, and she's realizing she's unhappy. Yeah, which is why I say it kind of feels like a metaphor for depression. Mm-hmm. You know, like how some people can like live in like a dark cloud and like other people are happy go lucky all the time mm-hmm. what do you think about the accents oh that's right they, they had like where they from? in Worcester. Worcester? Worcester 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 they were fun I mean it, it works really well in the sitcom because it's yeah. so ridiculous <laughs> and I mean I think she pulls it off mm-hmm. and I, I'm just I'm glad to see I'm rooting for the Annie Murphy renaissance, you know, mm. or like the Annie Murphy career takeoff. Yeah. I think, I, I think uh, she yeah. can, I, I mean, I don't know, like, 
I guess the thing that I'm curious about is to know how much of like her comedy acting or like her acting in general would look like outside of Schitt's Creek. And I think that's part of the reason why I was interested in the show. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, Oh, she's like someone who just came out of that world and is now stepping into like something that's commenting on it mm-hmm. basically. Like she, she has to bring that to this. You know what I mean? And she was so good at being like the bubbly oblivious, like sitcom sister. Yeah. She was great at it. I mean, obviously with heart, I think Schitt's Creek is like an example of like a really good sitcom family because of heart because of the heart i mean yeah but i also think that that's like because i'm so used to cynicism yeah the like cynical (laughs) kind of like sitcoms i don't think it was like it was funny like it was funny sometimes like really Mm. funny but I, i wouldn't compare it to like some of my favorite sitcoms like what like it's not like community Mm. or like you know arrested development it's not that kind of sitcom. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it, it goes there for me. Arrested Development is literal copy of what like that show is. Yeah, I just think that they're, they're more daring, and this one just seems kind of. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I hated these characters. <laughs> I hated the, the characters in, in Shit's Creek for like four seasons. So, but I'm talking about like family comedies, mm. like where you like fall like in Moesha. love. Yeah, where you fall in love with the family. <laughs> Like Modern Family, yeah. I mean, even that like kind of died. But what I don't, I, what, why are you bringing this up? I'm confused. Well, that's why that's why I would rank like Schitt's Creek as like a good sick. It's a good family sitcom. That's the mm. category I would put it in. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. But is there anything else you wanted to say about this? Yeah, I'm also excited to see Annie Murphy's like career unfold. Yeah, where next, like this show goes, like her next step in her yeah. career. Because I think she was really good in what she did on Shit's Creek, yeah. even if you wouldn't say that. No, I thought she was great. <laughs> I just I'm saying that I don't think Shit's Creek is like the best show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I love Shit's Creek. I just I don't love it as much as other shows. <laughs> Why are you embarrassed to say that? Because it's like super popular. Right <laughs> All right, so what would you rate? Kevin can wait. The pilot. Kevin can fuck himself. <laughs> but first, Kevin can wait, and then Kevin can fuck himself. <laughs> rate them now. No. Hmm. What would you rate Kevin I think can fuck himself? A four. Okay. Solid. There's like, you know, there's still like some rough path. That's actually a really good score. Maybe a little, I should rate it a little less. Now I'm, but I'm going to stick with a four. There's some rough patches, though. Mm. I think like when she like interacts with like the other world. Like, when it's, like, when she's kind of, like, doing things on her own. Like, it was a little too much, like, worst day ever. Yeah. Right? And it's just, like, it was, like, yeah, so worst day ever that it felt slapstick. Yeah. Like, like even she has the, a little mustache donut. Even the non-sitcom world felt like a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that was kind of rough, like, that transition. But, like, it also, like, emphasizes, like, the ridiculousness of, like... Life baby yeah like it's depressing even if you're not living in a sitcom or vice versa i don't know you know what i mean i don't think that made sense yeah (laughs) but you know what i mean no like she's all her interactions are terrible yeah because she's in this like dark cloud yes yeah i I agree i think there was too much pathos sometimes like every single wrong thing is happening just cut her a break you know It's, it's okay yeah but i think you need that for the like, that was part of the setup. 
Yeah. I mean, I think, like, down the line, you'll she'll, she'll catch a break. No, I'm saying, like, that was part of the setup. Because, like, the cathartic moment in this is, like, when she stabs him in the fantasy. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I think it still works. Like, I would give it a four. A solid four. Because I think that it does a good job at, like, setting up the premise and, like, landing, mm-hmm. like... Oh, this is just like a fucked up situation. Like sitcoms are actually fucked up if you think about it. Like that—that's mm-hmm. the takeaway, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had fun with this. Or is it like her delusion? I mean, it's obviously mental illness, right? Like it has to be a part of it, right? Like but which is also just like top. Like it's just like that's a thing now. Like that's just what people deal with, you know? Mental illness, depression. Yeah, like The Sopranos has been doing it since the nineties. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah. But also, like, putting the character through so much. Like, is or that like feminist? taking a, like, 80s or 90s sitcom, family sitcom, and bringing it to the current day. Mm-hmm. And, like, examining what the characters look like. Because maybe the show also does the thing where, like, it looks at the other characters. Like, what if Kevin is, like, oh, super like depressed? different perspectives. Right. Yeah. It's a pretty solid first episode. Yeah, like, well-constructed and stands on its own. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, you, you get the setup... You understand the show and where it's going forward, and you're, like, intrigued by by what's to come. By the possibility of what it could mean. Yeah. Especially post-WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. You know? How long do you think it's going to go for? I don't know. How long do AMC shows last? Like, two, three seasons. Two seasons. Yeah. It's probably already canceled. It might even be, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're still airing, so who knows? Two seasons. I'll I, I, two I seasons. just don't know what AMC's pool is anymore. I like, feel like it died, no? Yeah, since since Breaking Bad, like, what's... Well, The Walking Dead. Right. And Fear the Walking Dead. But, like... But even then, like, it died. decided that they sucked after yeah. a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, we haven't watched shit on AMC for a while. I'd say two seasons. Yeah, I agree. Two seasons. All right. That was it. Anything else? That's it for me. All right, y'all. Rate us. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Peace. Catch you later. Kevin can fuck himself. (laughs) 